All right, let's go. Meseches Sukkah. Mazel Tov on the completion of Meseches Yuma that we ended off yesterday. And now we begin a brand new Mesechta that's going to take us for the next almost two months until right before Rosh Hashanah. When Be'ez Hashem, we will, with Hashem's help, complete Meseches Sukkah. Now Meseches Sukkah, the name is a complete giveaway. All right, <laughs> our focus, at least for the first part of the Masechta, is going to be the laws of how to go about building a sukkah and the laws of how to interact with the sukkah. All right, the, that's going to be the first part of the Masechta. Then we're going to discuss the halachas of the Dalad Minim, Lulav, Esra, Hadassim, and Aravas. We're also going to learn about the mitzvah of Aravas that they had in the Beis HaMikdash. These are going to be the four main themes of the Masechta. Let's begin with a bank. All right? Now our mission is going to discuss how to construct a sukkah. So here we go. Zok the Mishnah. Sukkah shehi gavaya lemaila me'esrim ama psula. A sukkah that the schach, a sukkah is called a sukkah because of the schach, the covering. Okay? If the covering is too high, how high is too high? Above 20 amos, says the Mishnah. Right now we're just learning the halacha without the sources. 20 amos. Psula. Notice this word, the Gemara is going to pick on it. Psula, it is not valid. Now the Mishnah cho- is choosing this word psula as opposed to telling me what to do about it. And we're going to see what this means in a moment. Soon. What is it? You know, the Mishnah is saying psula as if like, no good, there's no options here. That's what it seems to imply. Are there options? So there's two types of people, right? Sometimes people... Uh, have something, have an idea, and uh, they say, oh, no go, done. Other people, they, uh, they say, oh, okay, not good right now, maybe there's something we can do about it. We'll see what the Mishnah means by this, by the word psula. Rabbi Yehuda Machshir. However, Rabbi Yehuda says that it is actually kosher to have a sukkah that is higher than 20 amos. That is halacha number one of the Mishnah. Halacha number two of the Mishnah. Any sukkah that is not at least 10 tfachim tall, we'll call it between 33 and 40 inches high off the ground, the schach, okay? If it's not 10 tfachim, that's halacha number two, it's not going to be a valid sukkah. Halacha number three, if it doesn't have at least three walls, we're going to have to explain what, how big are these walls, how much space is called a wall. We'll have to explain that, but what we do see from the Mishnah is halacha number three, which is, it needs to have at least three walls. And halacha number four, if there's more sun than shade, psula, it's going to be puzzle. Meaning, says the Mishnah, if you want to kosher sukkah, there's four halachas we need to keep in mind from this Mishnah. Number one, it's got to be under 20 tvachim, 20 amas. Number two, it's got to be taller than 10 tvachim. 
Number three, it needs three walls. Number four, you need more shade than sun. Okay. Here we go. That is the Mishnah. Says the Gemara. Tanan Hassan. We learned in a Mishnah elsewhere. And we're going to go back now to Meseches Erevin. Mavoy. Our beautiful Heilige Mavoy. Yeah, a Mavoy. What's a Mavoy? Kind of like a, it's three-sided, kind of like a cul-de-sac. It's open on all sides, but it's enclosed, but the masses go through it. So it's kind of like a quasi, you know, it feels like a Rosh Hashanah but it's really not. So Mavoy, if the beam that you're using to make your Eruv for the Mavoy is more than 20 Amos off the ground, what are we going to think the Mishnah says? Psula? It's possible? No. You know what it says? Yemait. You got to lower it. Instead of saying psula, it says you might. Lower it. Make it under 20 amas and you're good to go. Rabbi Yudah, I'm marrying a tzarch. says you don't need to do that. Says the Gemara, Why in our mission in sukkah when the schach is had in 20 amas, the tani psula, we say, Oh, puzzle seems to imply, like, gone, see you later. And what's the reason by the mavoi, the tani takanta, that we give you an etzah. We tell you what to do. Right? Rabbi Mike, when we were learning um, uh, Parshas Yisro, we came across this beautiful Tzvar uh, Torah. It's worthwhile sharing over here. One of, my, one of my favorites. In Parshas Yisro, right in the beginning, it says that Vayishma Yisro, Yisro heard. And Rashi points out that Yisro had seven names. One of the names of Yisro, one of his seven names, was Yeser. Why was his name Yeser, says Rashi? Al Shem She Yeser Parsha Achas Betorah. Because there was one extra parsha in the Torah for him, which is the the parsha where Yisrael tells Meishvenu, and you should discern, you should figure out who are take men who could go and help you, and you know people are emesdik and shechayol soinebatsa, right? Why is it that Yeser is his name because of the parsha of the when he tells him you should go figure it out? Why don't we say that his name is Yasser because there's Parshas Yisro, the whole Parshas Yisro. Why are we waiting 24 psukim into the Parsha to, to, to uh, say that's the Parsha of Yisro? And the answer is because the words of Atatechza is when Yisro starts to get constructive. Until then, he's busy criticizing Moshe Rabbeinu. You can't do this by yourself. You're not doing it. This is not the way to go about things. And, uh, and uh. All of a sudden, Atatechza, he says, oh, so now let me tell you what to do. Let me give you something constructive, tell you how to help the situation. There's different types of people. Some people, they find the flaws. Those are not leaders. Those people are followers. People who take situations, and you know what they say? Puzzle, gone, yeah, I don't like how you're doing things. Bye, I'm out of here, see you later. I don't like what's going on. I'm not part of this, I want to undo it. Then there's other people who are Yemait people. They look at, it, they, they look at something, they see there's a problem. They say, let me tell you what to do. You might. Yeah, there's an eighth. There's another way to view it. Just fix it up. Lower the beam. I'll just get it. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. But I'll tell you my beloved son-in-law. I'll tell you what to do. That's the Parsha that's named after Yisrael. Because he, that's, when he, that, that's when he left the blame side of things. And he moved into the constructive side of things. Beautiful idea. All right. But ultimately, he says the Gemara question over here. What's the Gemara's question? Why in our Mishnah do we say that higher than 20 Amas of Schach is puzzle, yet by Mavoy we say higher than 20 Amas of Kura, 
all you need to do is yama'it, merely lower it. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you the difference, even though the halacha is the same, I'll tell you why we use different expressions. Sukkah de raisa. Sukkah, we're dealing with a biblical obligation and therefore tani psula. By adin de raisa, we use the word puzzle. Okay? We're more, we more, you use a, a more rigid type of word. Mavoy, but the halacha of mavoy is the rabbonon. Why? Because a mavoy really is, is uh, it's closed on three sides. It's open on the fourth side. The kura is only there to close up the fourth side. Really, midoraisa, it's already closed. Only need that extra beam for a derabanon. And therefore, tani takanta. Okay? And therefore, we say, go ahead and fix it up. Because there really was no problem, biblically, that exists in the first place. So, it would be improper for us to use the word puzzle. Because it's not really puzzle. Midoraisa is not puzzle. So, what do you say? You might. Here's how you could do it to make it useful. Okay. Viva, you say, another possible answer is midoraisa, not tani takanta. Really, by Dina Deraisa, we don't have to say Psula. We can say Takanta as well. Mihu, however, Sukkah, Dina Fishin Malya. Sukkah, where there's many, many halachas that go into Sukkah. Pasik Batani Psula. So we say Psula, meaning our Mishnah over here, Rashi explains, is giving us four different things we need to keep our eye on for a kosher Sukkah. And within each of these things, it can't be higher than 20 amas, it can't be shorter than 10 fach. I mean, he's at least three walls. Yeah? There's many variables and halachas that go into all this. So we didn't want to get into the whole discussion of what to do. We want to just give over the factual halacha right now. Right now, Lamaisa, it's puzzle. What to do is not the topic of conversation right now. Pasik Vatani Psul, however, Mavoy there's not so many halachas when it comes to Mavoy, all you got to do is put up your kura and you're good to go. So Tani Takanta, we use that, that word to just say, here's what you got to do, go ahead and fix it up. All right, period. Says the Gemara. Fascinating Gemara here. You ready? What's the source that a sukkah of halacha number one? What's the source of a sukkah not being higher than 20 yamas, but not honey Where does this come from? Amar Rabbi Rabbi says, it says in the Pasuk concerning sukkah, What is the purpose of the mitzvah of sukkah? To remind us for all generations that in the midbar, this week's parsha, everybody. Yeah? Matas Masay, beauty. We're reading it tomorrow. Right? We traveled from uh, Ramses to Sukkos. Yeah? Kiba Sukkos, Hei Shafti, Yes, B'nei Yisrael. Gavaldi. Okay? And we're reminding ourselves that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly taking care of us. That's the message of Sukkah. We're always under HaKadosh Baruch Hu's protection. Ad Eshem, Ad Eshem, Ad Eshem, Until 20 Amas, a person realizes that he's in the Sukkah. Lamayla, Me Eshem, Amas. Once the Shach is so high, People's eyesight don't go so far. Don't go so high. I don't look so high. It's not like the Twin Towers over here. And therefore, people won't notice. Again, what is the answer? We ask the question. What is the source? You can't be higher than 20 Amas. Says, says Rabbah, one answer is because you have to know you're in a sukkah. And if it's higher than 20, if the sukkah is higher than 20 Amas, you're not going to notice you're in the sukkah. Therefore, it can't be higher than 20 Amas. What do you mean? In other words, if I build it by on the Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, 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 very good. Yeah, it's, it's 20 amas from where the person is, not from, the, not from the ground up. So if you build it on your rooftop, your sukkah can very well be 100 stories off the ground. As long as you're on the 99th story, it would be a kosher sukkah. Very good. Rav Zayra Amar Rav Zayra gives another source why you can't be higher than 20 amas. 
It says mehacha from here. Vesuka tiyel l'tzel yaimam becharei vesuka needs to be l'tzel yaimam. The schach has to be what gives you shade. If the walls are 20 amas high, you're sitting in the shade of the, under 20 amas, you're sitting in the shade of the schach. If the walls are so high that it's higher than 20 amas, rather you're going to be sitting in the shade of the wall. Okay, you're not going to be sitting in the shade of the, uh, in the shade of the schach. Okay. Amalei Abaye, Abaye says, what are you talking about? He says, you're telling me that if you have a sukkah, that the shade doesn't come from the schach, it's not kosher? What happens if I build a sukkah in a valley? You're tell me it's not a kosher sukkah? My walls are how high? Eight foot walls. Standard classic sukkah that we know of. Eight foot walls. It's 12 by 12 sukkah. You put up your schach. You're good. Oh, but it's in a valley. It's in between mountains. So the mountains are blocking the sun. So your shades really come from the mountains. You're going to tell me that's not a kosher sukkah? We know that's not true. What are you talking about? It's a good kasha, as Abaye. Amar says back to Abaye, Hosam dal ashtras kanayim, I'll tell you the difference between in a valley and 20 ammo walls. When you're in a valley, lu yitzur, if those mountains were to move away, ikatzel sukkah, the schach would be giving you shade. So when you're in the valley, you know where you're getting shade from? The mountains and the schach. There's no issue with the schach. You have like double. That's fine. But when the sukkah is high and 20 amas tall, if you take away the walls, you're not going to have any shade from the schach, and that's why it is not kosher. So, so far we have two sources. Source number one and why it can't be higher than 20 amas is because you have to know you're sitting in the sukkah and your eyesight doesn't reach so high. Reason number two, why it can't be higher than 20 amas, is because you need to get the shade from the schach and not from the walls. Let's move on to reason number three. The Rabbi says another reason why it can't be higher than 20 amas is you got to dwell in the sukkah for seven days. Amra, Torah, the Torah says, leave your permanent home and move into the temporary dwelling. When it's shorter than 20 amas, a person's sukkah is not built so stark. And it's considered a temporary dwelling. Once you got to build a 30 to 40 foot edifice that automatically takes on the status of permanence. You know something? Why is this so important? That, that, it's, a, that it's a temporary dwelling place? Because this is, such a fa- this is such an important message of sukkah. We go out into the sukkah and we realize how, temp- how temporary we are in this world. Right? Yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly giving us shade. But we go out and we, we remember we're in a temporary place. That's one of the important messages of being able to sit in a sukkah. That really everything's temporary. Don't get so caught up in this world. Move outside. Live in the... And when, once a sukkah gets so tall, it has its mitzis. Its very existence has permanence. And we're going to be losing out on this message. And Mamela says, Rava. The sukkah is not kosher. Amr Abaye, Abaye says to Rava, really? You're not allowed to have a strong, sturdy, implanted sukkah? You ever heard of people having retractable roofs on their dining room? Yeah, and then come sukkah, they put up the, they put up the schach. Amr Abaye, Abaye says, El miata, but now, also mechitza shal barzeh, a person puts up steel walls, eight foot, 
steel walls. That's permanent. Even though it's not 20 amas high. That's permanent. You tell me, oh, it's not a kosher sukkah because you're losing out the message of it being temporary. So you're not following the pasuk that says, That's not true. You're, it's kosher to have a sukkah in your dining room as long as you put up kosher schach. Let me explain what I mean. Until 20 amas, when a person in general can make a temporary dwelling, even if you were to make it out of metal, even if you were to make it permanent, it's okay. Because as long as it's shorter than the 20 amas height, and it has the capability of being temporary, the message could still be given over. Nami, loy, nofik, you have not fulfilled your obligation because nobody builds a temporary dwelling and it's not possible to build a temporary dwelling that is higher than 20 amos. Mazel tov on our first amud of Meseches Sukkah. Now we turn to amud Beis. We now came across, let's just reiterate, three different opinions as to why a sukkah, all based upon psukim, as to why a sukkah cannot be higher than 20 amos. Number one, because you got to know you're in a sukkah. Number two, it's got to be temporary. Uh, number two, it's got to have shade from the schach. Number three, it needs to be temporary. Can't be a permanent. Uh, can't be a permanent uh, uh, dwelling place. Now, by permanent, we just explain means by definition permanent. Anything higher than twenty amas is by definition permanent. Anybody, anything less than twenty amas is not by definition permanent. Okay, Amud base says the Gemara. Kulu Karabalayamri. Let's explain why each Amaira did not agree with the other. The other Amairam did not agree with Rabbah. What was Rabbah? Rabbah was the first reason that yeah, that all generations need to know you're sitting in the sukkah and the schach is going to be too high. Why did the other Amairam argue on him? They're going to say, All that means is, not that you have to know you're sitting in a sukkah. You know what it means? It means that you have to, there's a mitzvah to tell over to all your generations that there used to be a sukkah in the midbar. But it doesn't mean you have to know why you're sitting in a sukkah. And what about Rava and Rava? They didn't hold like Reb Zera, who says you need l'shem tzel, that you need to get the, the shade from the schach as opposed to the wall, because they'll say, What does it mean, the shade? It doesn't mean you need to get the shade of the schach now. It means in the times of Mashiach, yeah, that's gonna, we're going to have that added protection. Okay. So there's other ways to explain the Pasuk and to understand that Pasuk differently, and therefore it won't be a source of why it can't be higher than 20 hours. The Rebbe Zera. What about Rebbe Zera himself? Okay. Now, Rebbe Zera says that, um, that uh, he, the Pasuk he used was Mamish for the times of Mashiach. So why does he want to say that that Pasuk is referring to Hilchah Sukkah? Gemara says, Im Kain. If it would be referring to the Maisa Mashiach and not only, and not be referring to Hilcha Sukkah, it should say the chupa, the covering, should be Litzel Yaimam. Why does it say the sukkah? Why are you mentioning sukkah? If we're dealing with the times when, what are you going to mention? The, why sukkah? It's a unique word. Why do you got to mention it here? Shmat minatarti. Therefore, I learned two things, okay? I learned, first of all, that the shade needs to come from the schach. And I also learned that in the times of Mashiach, everybody's going to have um, 
you know, uh, uh, sukkah with Hashem's protection. Karavanami Layamri. Rabba and Ravzera don't agree with Rava either. Okay, what was Rava? Rava says that it has to be temporary and not permanent, and therefore anything higher than 20 am is by definition permanent. Why do they argue on Rava? Because of Abaye's question. Abaye's question was, oh, if it's permanent, it can't be permanent. Uh, what about your dining room? What about metal walls? So, you know, Rava, Rava wiggled out of that question. But the said they feel the question stronger than the answer. They like Abaye's question more than Rava's answer, and therefore Rava and Ravzera don't agree with Rava. And they say that, really? A sukkah is allowed to be permanent. The issue of higher than 20 amas is either going to be because of you're not going to notice it or because you're not going to get the shade. Okay. Kiman Ozla Hodom Ravashi Omarav. Who is Ravashi Omarav quoting Rav following? Here we go. We just quoted Rabba, Rava, and Ravzir. Who is Ravashi going to be following? Now, what Ravashi is saying? The Machlekes between Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah about 20 Amas is when, ready for this? The walls that are 20 Amas tall don't reach all the way up. What if the walls go all the way up? Say, so what am I going to do when I walk into the sukkah room? I'm going to look at the walls and go like this. Whoa! Right, you stand in front of the Twin Towers. All you see is if, uh, all of Shalom. All you see is the thing. And then all of a sudden, like, you look up and it's just like never ending, right? But do you follow up in height? Absolutely. Because you follow up as far as the wall takes you. You're going to follow it up. That is Rebbeisha's statement. Ready? Says Rebbeisha. If the schach is higher than 20 amas and the walls reach all the way up to the schach, it's kosher. Meaning, the Mishnah that says the schach cannot be on the is only when there's a gap between the walls and the schach. That is Rabbi Shia's statement. Now, who's Rabbi Shia's opinion following? He must be agreeing with Rabbi. What was Rabbi's reason why Hayat on is not kosher? Because your eye is not going to reach all the way up. You're not going to know you're in a sukkah. Maybe Rabbi Shia says that if it does reach all the way up, you'll take a follow it with your eyes. Your eyes will follow it all the way up. Okay. Who's this following statement of Ravuna following? Is by a sukkah where each wall is four amas by four amas. Let's talk for a moment outside. Let's talk. The first answer, let's think. The first answer of why a sukkah can't be higher than 20 amas. What did we say? What did we say? What's the answer? Why can't it be on 20 amas? Because the eye, you're not going to know. You're not going to catch the schach. It's too tall. Let me ask you a question. What if your sukkah was the size of a stadium? A stadium. You take Bush Stadium and I turn it into one big sukkah. I just close it up Fill it up with schach. Is the height of the stadium higher than 20 amas? I'm down on the baseball diamond. I'm down on the field. Is that on 20 amas? You better believe it. Big time. Am I going to see the schach? Yeah. So if you think about this first opinion of, oh, you're not going to notice once it's higher, it really depends on the size of the sukkah. 
the other opinions of it needs to be temporary, right? You need to go. Maybe, I mean, the, the, if it needs to be temporary, that doesn't depend on how big your sukkah is. Just the opposite. The wider your sukkah is, the more of an issue it is because the more permanence is needed. Okay? And then we need to think about as well, what about the opinion that says that, um, that you need to get the shade from the schach? What if it's so wide where the walls are so far away and now I'm standing in the middle where the shade is taka coming from the schach and not the walls? So we never discussed really the, 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 the size of the area inside the sukkah. Let's talk about this. If more than 20 amas is going to be kosher, which opinion is that following? Says I'll tell you, it's following Rabzeru, who says that the only reason why 120 amas is a problem is because you're going to be getting the, the shade from the walls and not the schach. And since over here there's a lot of openness, there's a lot of space, he could say, you're not going to be getting. Uh, uh, shade from the schach, and it's going to be a kosher sukkah. Come on, Ozbah Hodam Rav Chanan Bar Rabba Marav Machloikas B'Sheina Machzekas Alakli Reish Yeruv B'Shachonah. That this three-way Machloikas about about twenty amos, and the reason that's talking about not by four amos, by four amos, when you can barely squeeze in most of your body with the table. Aval Machzekas Yaiser Mikidei Reish Yeruv B'Shachonah. But if you could fit in the sukkah, if there's more area inside the sukkah to fit in his body, his head. Uh, his head, most of his body, and a table. I feel who's following the It's following nobody. You know why? Because you're not. It's even narrower, so you're not going to see the schach. So there's no leman yedu. You're not going to be getting shade from the schach. So that's another reason why it's puzzle. And you're uh, and it's still a permanent structure because higher than twenty amas. That's another reason why it is puzzle. Okay, says the Gemara. It makes sense. It makes sense why Rabbi Aishia is arguing on Ravuna and Rabbi uh, and Rabbi the Inu Kayavi Shira Bemishcha, because says Rabbi is going to say they focus primarily on the um, the size of the sukkah. The Yav Shira Bemishcha, but by him he doesn't give the size of the sukkah. Right? All he says is according to him. As Moser statement, if the walls reach up to the schach, your eyes will follow it. It doesn't matter really the, the area inside the sukkah. Because even if I have a very small area inside the sukkah, according to Abishia, as long as, again, you need to have at least Zion al Zion, right? The seventh tvach by seventh tvachim, which we didn't get to, but the area inside, as long as the walls reach all the way up to the schach, big deal. There's no problem. I'm sorry, Ella Ravuna Ravchana Barava, but according to Ravuna Ravchana Barava, name of Bakshukimifki, maybe we're going to say they argue about the size of the measurement size of the circuit. The Marasavar Hefsha Sukkabar Mahamas. One says that in order to be Kashmir Sukkah, you need four Amas by four Amas area inside. That one says, no, you need to either have at least enough size, and we're going to focus on this a little bit later. The, exactly what the measurement inside the sukkah needs to be. But maybe that's the machlaikas, because one gives four amas, so one says, Reish Rubu Shachane. So one says, Lo. That's not the machlaikas. The Kuli Yama Hefsher Sukkah, Reish Rubu Shachane. Everybody agrees that the minimum measurements for, for size inside of a sukkah is Reish Rubu Shachane. So I, so, and here's what they're arguing about. Why is one mentioning four amas? 
I'm sorry, I lost the place. Yeah, no, I was right. And this is the Machlekes. The Marsovar, one man, the Omar holds, Machzekes, Reishai, Verubai, Vishochonik, Apligi, that the Machlekes in our Mishnah about a, about a 20 Amatol Sukkah, when it's Puzzle, that whole discussion where the Tanakhama says Puzzle. Rebuta says Kasher. That discussion was concerning a Reishai, Verubai, Vishochonik. Aval Yaisem, Reishai, Verubai, Vishochonik. However, let's say the sukkah would have a bigger area than Rashi Rubu Vishachanai. That man Yomar would say that even the Tanakama would agree that higher than 20 Amas is kosher. They're basically arguing about where the Machlaikas in the Mishnah is. Again, the, the Machlaikas in the Mishnah was, Tanakama says higher than 20 Amas puzzle. Rebuta says kosher. How big of a sukkah? So one man the Yomar holds, that's simply by a sukkah of Reisha, Ruba, Vishachonai. But anything bigger will be okay to be higher than 20 Amas. And the other man the Yomar holds that you need Dalit al Dalit is where their Machlaikas is. So therefore anything bigger than that, would be, higher than 20 Amas, would also be Kasher. Period. Okay. End of that clarity as to what the Machlaikas is. Okay? No clarity in Halacha, but clarity as to as to what the thought, uh, you know, uh, what, what the thinking process between Ravisha and Ravuna is as to what the, as to, uh, what the circumstances of the Mishnah's Machlaikas, period. Now, let's get into these opinions. One opinion was, they're arguing by Reisha Ruba Vishochanai. The other opinion is, they're arguing by Dalid Amos. Here we go. Mesvei, they asked a challenging question. Sukkah, she could buy the Mamma Psula. Sukkah, that's had been 20 Amas is possible. Yeah, sounds like our Mishnah. For Rabbi Yudah Machshir, Rabbi Yudah says, Kasher. But he adds in over here. What does he say? Adar Bom Mechamishimam. We didn't have that in our mission. Okay? This Bryce says, says Rabbi Yudah, even up to 40 or 50 Amas is going to be Kasher. All right. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Let me tell you a story. I want to tell you a story as to why I hold that a sukkah that goes up to 40 or 50 yamas is still going to be kosher. Because the story with Hilani Yamalka, her sukkah was higher than 20 yamas. And it was a large sukkah, and the zakenim would be nechnosim v'yaitzim. They would go in and out over the yomtim. And it didn't bother them that she was sitting in their sukkah. That she was sitting in a sukkah that was having 20 amas. And therefore, says Rabbi Yehuda, I know, I know that the 20 amas is kosher. You can quote me all the sukkim in the world and give all the svaras. But practically speaking, I can tell you, gadol shimusha yaitzim elimudai. And the Chachamim walked in and out of a sukkah. She's sitting there. And they didn't say anything to her. It must be it's okay. What's the obvious question? Is a woman obligated in sukkah? the Gemara, Amrullah, That's a proof? No. Yeah, she's doing it for looks. Yeah, this is PR over here. Isha, Isha, Peturah, Minah, Sukkah. It didn't say nothing to her because she didn't have to eat in the sukkah. 
She built a nice sukkah. It looks like sukkahs. Put up some nice pomegranates. You hang it from the ceiling. A rebisha thing. Beautiful. But she didn't need to make it rebisha kosher. She just had to make it rebisha looks. Amar lahem. Shabita says to them, no. Because she has seven sons. She had seven sons. So one of her sons certainly obligated. And even if she wouldn't have had children, let me tell you something special about Hila Niyamalka. She, even though she didn't have to, she did things al piyalach. Okay. Why did Rabbi Yudah need to add that in? This is what Rabbi was saying. Even if you're going to say that her sons were 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and that's how old they were, and they were all ketanim, and they didn't need to sit in a sukkah, ketanim peturim in a sukkah, kivan deshiva havi, he says, let me tell you something. A, a, a boy who no longer needs the mother at night, okay, if you're going to get more into this, is ab, the, the mother's obligated to be mechanach, this kid, to be in the sukkah. They're going to say, oh, chinach is the rabbanon, and she herself, you know, maybe... Was it Makbir on everything the Rabbanon said? No. Let me tell you something, says Rabbi Yehuda. Toshma. So she, if she did it, was doing it all pichachamim. You could be you could be confident in that. Okay. Says the Gemara. Everything we just said makes sense if you hold that as long as the walls reach all the way up to the schach, that's the machlekes of the Mishnah, because darka shal malka leishe besukah she'in defanes magias the schach. Rabbi Yehuda's proof is going to be from the following, and that is that royalty is going to do it right, and they're going to make windows, and they're going to have openings, and the walls are not going to reach all the way up to the schach, and still... Still saying, Rabbi Yehuda is saying, even though the walls did not reach all the way up to the schach, the halacha, she still sat in the sukkah, and the chachamim didn't say anything to her, even though she wanted to fulfill the halacha appropriately, mishum because we want air top of tomorrow's amar, But according to one who says, that the machlaikas in Rabbi Yehuda and the chachamim is by Raisha Ruba Vishochanaim, the chidarka shamalka leshe besukkah katana. Does you think a queen is sitting in such a small sukkah? Of course not. Of course her sukkah is bigger. But one second. This is so beautiful. You ready? Here's the catch of the question. If her sukkah is bigger, ready? And by a bigger sukkah, even the Tanakama agrees to Rabbi Yehuda, you could be, have higher than 20 amas. So what's Rabbi Yehuda proving? Rabbi Yehuda's proving from Helani Amaka. Look, I'm right. Because Helani Amaka sat in a sukkah. Oh... And who's Antoni Amlachom said nothing. You know, we'll say right back to him, Shkayach. That's not a proof. Because we agreed to you by a very large sukkah. You can have more than 20 Amas. Okay? Amar Rabba Baravada, Ravada Barava says, I'll tell you what was unique about Hilani Amalka's sukkah. Yay, it was bigger. But you know what? It was bigger. However, she broke it up into a bunch of very small, s- small rooms for her kids. And therefore, each 
area was very narrow and it still was 20 amas high, so it, it, was, it, it should be viewed like it's its own sukkah. Says the Gemara, come on. The whole sukkah was like that? You think that's where she's sitting in a cramped space? We're talking about where she, you're right, she had, <coughs> excuse me, she had a very big sukkah. And off to the side, she had smaller areas. So Rabbanon Savri, the Rabbanon held, Banel that what happened in her circumstance was the sons that, should, that needed to sit in the kosher sukkah sat in the larger area. She sat off to the side in a cramped space because she wanted privacy because it's nias. Ah, is that? Yeah, that's nias. Mishum hachi And this is why the Chum didn't say anything to her. That's how the Chachamim viewed the story. You know what? Rebuta, you have no proof. You know why nobody said anything to her? Because... She was sitting in a cramped space for Tzniyas. Okay, that's a good thing. She's also not obligated in Sukkah. That's why she's sitting there. Her sons were sitting in the larger area. Okay, so for Chinuch, that was good. Revuda says, no. Revuda just heard the story differently. And he, or he experienced it differently. And he says, no, her sons were with her in the cramped spaces. They still didn't say anything, and therefore I want to prove from Godol Shimusha Yesimimimuda. I want to prove from this story over here that any sukkah that is bigger than, um, than the smallest area, as if you widen it a little bit, all of a sudden the 20 on the wall will now be permitted. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hold it here. And that ends the discussion about the. the ultimate height, the high, you know, how tall the sukkah needs to be, that was 20 amas, Bezham, tomorrow we will pick up from Omar Rav Shmuel and um, we're going to get into the exact uh, dimensions of the, the size inside of, not the height of the sukkah, but how much space needs to be inside of the sukkah. Bezham will pick up from here on Matzi Shabbos at 10pm. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos everybody.